Welcome to the inner world of filmmaking. I'm your host, Tammy McGarrow. I'm a writer, director, editor, and a podcast producer. In this show, I will interview filmmakers in all facets of production and distribution. In this episode, we'll be talking about headshots. We have the talented Peggy McCartha, who is known as LA's most industry-savvy headshots photographer and headshot strategist. She gets you effective headshots that get you noticed. Welcome, Peggy. Great to have you on the show today. Thanks for inviting me, Tammy. It's good to be here. I want to start with what training did you do to become a professional photographer? And what type of photography did you specialize in? I started in family portrait photography. I used to do families, babies, weddings, events, all of those things. For over 27 years, I had a very flourishing high-end studio, portrait photography studio. And 2008 happened, the economy crashed. (laughs) And almost at the same time, everyone got a camera in their hand and professional DSLRs became affordable for the average person. So instead of Competing against other photographers, I was competing against Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so, Got it. I trained. I know I, I I should have answered the question you asked me. I trained um, right after high school with a very well-known wedding photographer named Kevin Hurdlebrink in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I interned with him, and then I went on and I did some work with uh, corporate photography the, um, what do you even call it? Like Olin Mills style things. Okay. And I trained photographers for them for a while. And then in 94, I opened up my first portrait studio. Oh, wow. And so then what was the transition? Oh, well, first I want to ask is because I like to take pictures too. So what kind of camera do you use? I'm a Sony girl. Every since I used to shoot with Nikon when I did film, but I switched over to Sony um, when I switched to digital and I've been hardcore Sony shooter ever since. Yeah. Sony's are really good cameras. Well, I really think your camera is a tool. You should use the camera that fits your hand and fits your needs that gets the job done. So what was the transition from doing portraits to working with actors? So I was kind of frustrated. My business, I was a high-end portrait photographer and all of a sudden I had no business. And I was like, what am I going to have to do? Like I not only never thought of doing anything else, but I don't know how to do anything (laughs) else. So I was like, am I going to have to go back to school? Am I going to have to learn something? What do I even want to learn? Like, what do I even want to do? And so I uh, was really struggling trying to figure out what to do. And I always thought that headshots were one of those things that in my opinion, before I became a headshot photographer, that was like the newbies, the the rookie could like, you know, set, say cheese by, you know, kind of like a, didn't take a lot of skill to do. I kind of came to a point where I was like, man, the only people that are willing to pay for my services are corporate is corporate America, you know? So I started doing like, I would go into law firms and I would go into banks and I would do all of their, do the whole bank. So they would have, you know, the same look on their website. It wasn't very challenging, but I did try to make the best of it. And then uh, a few people would call and say, do you do actor headshots? And I was like, sure, I can. Like, why not? Like, anybody can do this stuff, right? It's easy. So early, early on, um, this would have been probably about 15 years ago, this lady came into my studio and I took actor headshots of her 
and I retouched them up and I got them all looking good. And this was back when I printed proofs. She came back and she to look at her proofs. And I was so proud of myself because let me tell you, they looked good. And she literally goes like this, <laughs> throws them all on the floor. And she goes, these are horrible. What have you done? I can't use any of these. <laughs> I mean, I'm used to, oh my God, Peggy, you're so awesome. So I wasn't right. Sure <laughs> and uh, she had very deep wrinkles and she was like, you smoothed my skin. You made me look beautiful. I'm not beautiful. Beautiful doesn't make me money. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, what in the heck is she talking about? And then I was like, okay, well, clearly this lady's like weird. Like it still didn't really sink in. And then I had another lady that came in and she did a lot of stage acting and she was very large and had a really, luckily for her, she knew what she needed in a headshot. So I kind of did what she told me to do. And then I was like, oh, wow, I kind of am starting to get it. And then I just still didn't really advertise to actors and kind of cringed every time an actor would call me. And then I guess about seven, eight years ago, People were like, why don't you work with actors? And I was like, you know, actors are too picky. Like actors are like, <laughs> it's like because I didn't understand what an effective headshot was. I, I was in the business of giving people pretty pictures. And that's kind of what spiraled me into. And, and I also, I think it's a personality defect. I like to be good at everything. <laughs> so the fact that I was failing in this and people weren't liking my stuff, I was like, going on here. So I, I took an acting class just so I could figure out what actors needed. And uh, I went to casting workshops and I would sit quiet until they got to the part where they would like looking at people's headshots. And I was like, well, what about that? Why? Why? You know, and really uh, trying to figure it out. And that's what led me on this crazy path. And you, you're great at marketing strategy and branding, which is so important now due to the social media outlets today. Tell me how you bring strategy to your headshots. And in particular, you developed a program called the Headshot Strategist. Can you tell us how you developed it and what it is? Well, thank you, COVID. Um, <laughs> I, got, uh, I got grounded and quarantined for, what, nine months? We didn't leave our house at all. I had not one customer. Uh, and I sat here like I am with you in front of Zoom and a lot of consultations. And I didn't even know that that was something that I was good at. And I was talking to people and uh, my friend runs business conference. And she said, I want you to talk about headshots and marketing. And I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, that's what you do. I've seen you. I've heard you. Like, that's what you do. And I was like, that's not what I do. She's like, it's totally what you do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I realized that, you know, when clients would come into my studio, I would talk to them. What, what are your characters? What are your types? What are you submitting for? What, you know, and I would do all this thing in the room. And then I realized, oh, I do do that. Like that is something that I do. I didn't, you know, it was just so natural. She was like, Hey, corporate America could use this too. So I was like, all right. And, and I ended up making a program to help corporate people basically use the same concepts that actors do because actors sell themselves through their headshot. Well, your it's your first impression, whether it's to your casting director or to a potential client. So I was using that. And then I was like, 
wait a minute, why am I using all of this great information for the corporate world when I stole it from my acting world? I need to give it back to the acting world. So now as part of, instead, I used to send my actors a questionnaire. Now they sit down on Zoom with me and we go through this whole program and we identify where they're at in their career, where they want to be in their career, what do they need to get there? And then we start talking about headshots and you know, their archetypes, different things, and how to bring out the emotions so that the camera can capture those and all that. And now when you, once we do all that, you come in to get headshots and it's like that because you already know, you know what you're wearing, you know how you're feeling, you know, where. right. <laughs> it's been a really fun journey. And it literally, I stumbled into it. It wasn't anything I thought of it. It kind of found me. Well, and I think it's a great idea for companies to do that, to bringing out their own characters versus these stiff portraits. I feel like that's a little old school too. It really is. And there's so many platforms if you're an actor, you submit for a lot of attorney roles. What kind of an attorney are you? Are you the like badass attorney? Are you the attorney that's tripping over your briefcase as you're walking into the courthouse? And honestly, if you're a real attorney, what kind of attorney are you? Look like that. Represent yourself honestly. Uh, entrepreneurs especially because entrepreneurs need to present that they're trustworthy, that they, you know, all these different aspects of them at a glance, mm -hmm. the same as an actor does. An actor needs to catch a casting director's attention immediately. I mean, it's common for anywhere from two to 6,000 people to submit for any one given role. 50, maybe 50 actors are going to get an audition. Maybe five are going to get a callback, but one person's going to get that role. So that headshot isn't going to get you booked, but that headshot is going to catch their attention and hopefully get them to open up your profile, look at your other headshots, look at your reel, look at your resume and call you in for an audition. That's the, that's the hopes. Yeah. Yeah. And I like what you're saying because it is very competitive and that first is the picture, make it stunning. And then second is you got to bring your personality <laughs> to the, to the audition. Well, exactly. And when they say you should look like your headshot, in your audition, you know, when you show up to the audition, I mean, yes, they're talking about you should have the same color of hair or whatever, but mainly it's the attitude that you had in your headshot. If you were like intense and then you show up at the audition and you're like, doop -a -doop -a -doo, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> who is this person? The camera will capture your attitude and your emotion and so you need to make sure that when you're getting your headshots taken, you are feeling that you're actually giving the camera something to capture. Well, and that's a really good point, even for actors who might be listening to the show, thinking about when they're going into audition, make sure that whatever you're presenting as your headshot is who you're presenting as your as yourself. And if it's different, then maybe you might need to rethink your headshot. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think the biggest mistake actors make when they get headshots taken is they're a, it's an investment. It's a lot of money. So they're like, Oh my God, I'm paying all this money. I hope these headshots work. Yeah. I can't afford to not get auditioned. Oh my God. I hope I look good. I hope my eye doesn't do that weird thing that it always does. Oh my God. I hope that. And all those insecurities and all those frustrations are what the camera captures. You may have the right expression. You don't have the right attitude and energy and it can absolutely be, 
be shown and picked up in those headshots. So headshots that pop are headshots like, oh, that's the doctor I'm trying to cast or, oh, that's the dad or that's the mom or, you know, it pops out and it, they, they make a connection with the energy in that headshot for the role that they're trying to, to cast. So why don't you walk us through a headshot session with you? What does that look like? Well, first of all, you hang out with me for about 45 minutes on Zoom. And then we figure out wardrobe. We know what looks we're going for. So when you get here, you know, it's it's easy. If you have hair and makeup, get here about an hour, hour early. To, if you're using my makeup artist, if you're using yours, however long they want, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> get, get all ready. We go out in the studio and we start playing. I am a big firm believer that you don't walk in and say, this is my suit for my attorney. This is my jacket for my fun guy. I believe that, you know, it may take two or three outfit changes to, to actually mm-hmm. capture that. So, you know, I always tell people the more clothes you bring, like the better off we're going to be, um, because I can't shoot you. in if you don't bring it, yeah, we may not wear everything that you bring, but it's there. And if, if the mood hits, it's well, Oh yeah, that red shirt, go grab that. So then we, we just kind of play. We talk. Sometimes actors will bring in a little scene, you know, a, a minute or two scene that we'll even run lines with each other to kind of really make sure that we get in the energy and they're right where they want to be. Sometimes it's about me kind of being quiet and letting them just find that moment. Sometimes it's about the music we play. Whatever it is, every person has different triggers that gets them to where they need to be allows them to get in that right emotional feeling space. So whatever works for, for that actor. And then literally there's nothing I do that's more fun than me taking. I love it. I've always loved it my whole life. And so I'm having fun and you almost can't help but have fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like (laughs) (laughs) you're there and then you go home and you go on about your day and you forget all about me while I'm looking through the computer and getting all your headshots ready. And then I send you off a link and then you pick the ones you like and I retouch them and, and then you go start getting auditions. And then I said, and I'm eating popcorn and watching TV and I'm like, I did their headshots. Oh, that's so cool. That must be really <laughs> fun to see your actors that you're taking the headshots and then see them. It is. It is. It's really fun. I love it when, especially when I don't expect it. You know, when you, you see people posting on Facebook, you're kind of looking for it. But when it's something that blindsides you, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so what should, do you have any tips for actors about getting their headshots? Anything to think about? Absolutely. Um, and, and that is um, really be specific. Be specific with your headshots. The more specific you are, with the type you're trying to present, the more broad that headshot's going to be. I'm going to give you an example. I talked about the lawyer. What kind of a lawyer are you? Well, let's say that you're like a badass lawyer, right? You're coming in, you've got your suit on, you're in the headspace, you know what you had for breakfast, you know, like you're, you're there, you are in that space, right? We get those headshots. Your agent loves the headshots and you know, obviously every time there's a role for that badass attorney, they're going to submit you. But what about that CEO? Or what about the other business person? All these other things, because it's so specific, they can absolutely see the attorney 
they're also like, oh, but you know, you know what else that person can be? Now, the flip side of that is when you just have a theatrical shot and your commercial shot, and it's just general, and then your smiley one doesn't say anything. So people look at it and they're like, oh, that's nice. And they go on versus when they like, oh yeah, that's my attorney. I love that. Oh, and it gets them thinking, you know what else that person could be? So that's why I say, be really specific, spend some time building that character, thinking of your archetype and how, you know, we all have an archetype, what you assume of what we assume of people when you walk in the room, know what that is, and then build those characters with that as a foundation. I'm Midwest. I grew up in the Midwest and most people peg me as somebody from the Midwest. So that's okay. I'm from the Midwest. I went to college and I became a badass attorney. See what I mean? But I started it right there at that archetype and built from it. The more time you spend, um, the more effective your headshots are going to be and the, the more useful they're going to be. You, you can use that one amazing headshot to submit for dozens of roles. Oh, that's great. And you also offer slates for actors access or other casting profiles. What does that entail? It's like an eight second thing. So I also do a podcast, little plug for my podcast here. I'm sorry. That was rude. Um, no, no, I was going to ask you a question on that later, but you know, Hey, you can answer it now. <laughs> well, I, I interview, um, uh, one of my favorite guests is the casting about guys. They're the, uh, Brian and Blair. They were the co-creators of casting about, which is bought by breakdown services, which is actors access. So they've been on my podcast a few times and they talk about how important putting that slate on there is. It helps A, with the algorithm. So if casting just has their algorithm set at default, they're going to see people with their slates, their headshots, their reels, and their resume. They're going to see them first before they'll see people that maybe don't have a slate or don't have a reel or all these other things. So making sure that all of your casting profiles are up to date and, and organized is so important. So that's why I was like, well, hey, this is something that takes us seconds to do. You're already in your wardrobe that your headshot was in. You're already in the mindset. So get a little bit of personality in there and don't do, hi, I'm Peggy <laughs> MacArthur, you know, <laughs> all like a mug shot, like put some personality into it. You know, how you say your name, you know, that may be the only time they hear you. So let make sure they hear you and they hear you, hear your personality, put a little you flair on it you know? Right. So the slate is really just them stating their name and then what characters? It's just their name. That's all it is. And it goes on their casting profile and it's just like, hi, I'm Peggy MacArthur. You know, that's, yeah. that's it. Maybe a little shrug, a little, you know, a little body movement. And then it goes right back into your headshot. Oh, that's really great. And then you also do self-tape audition services. So do you want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to COVID, I've become a pro at it. Absolutely. And that is the uh, thing that I kind of do last minute. If you're going to book me for headshots, it's, you know, I'm usually booked out. Um, when somebody has an audition, I've had people come in at 10 at night. I've had people come in at eight in the morning. So I understand how that is. It's like, hey, I've got an audition due tomorrow. What can we do? So then they just come to you, uh, schedule an appointment, they bring their sides, and then they then you just film them. I'll either read with them, or if Merrick's available, he'll read with them, or if it's a male part. I actually took a class with Laura 
Gardner to learn how to be a good reader. Since I'm not an actor, I always want to make sure I can at least give a good read. So I have done way more than more of that than I would have ever dreamed of, thanks to uh, all the self-tape auditions <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> well, wow, you'd really do go above and beyond. I mean, that's nice. And they get the special honor of having Merrick MacArthur as their reading partner. Does he get uh, put in the scene too? Uh, <laughs> just, just his <kidding>. voice. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and, then, and then I was going to talk to you about the podcast. So you have a podcast called Headshots with Peggy Presents. Uh, what inspired you to do a podcast and what's your show about? So years and years ago, my son, who's now 29 years old, He's, I think he was in high school. He was like, you have to have a video. You have to have, a, you have to do a video. And I was like, I don't get on that side of the camera. Like, no, you got to do a video, got to do a video. So he convinced me to do a once a month little video. Um, and I talked about portraits. I talked about babies. I talked about families. I talked about weddings. I talked about all those things about six years ago. And I did it once a month and I hated it, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. About six years ago, I was working with this guy. He's a big branding marketing guy. He would come in and rebrand people and help with their marketing. And I would come in and do like the office headshots. And and he was kind of this like, like I talked to him on the phone. I had never seen him in person. I had been working with this guy for months. And we were at the same place at the same time. And he was like super awkward. He was like, busy on his phone. We were waiting for the people. And I was just like, so just to start a conversation, I was like, so what's the one free uh, marketing tip you would give me? And it was like turning on a light bulb. He put his phone down and he's like, well, I've looked at all of your content and you have great content, but you need to be more consistent. And he just started going off. And I was like, more consistent. I upload once a month, buddy. Like, <laughs> what do <you> mean? <laughs> he's like every week. And he, you know, gave me all these things. And so I took his advice. I was like, all right. And, uh, and I, that was right when I was really transitioning into working with actors and headshots, really, really advertising that. That was kind of my main thing. And so I would just get up and I started doing, it was just me. Mm -hmm. And I started um, just talking about like the difference between theatrical and commercial headshots. What makes a headshot pop? What, you know, just giving my little, you know, two cents here and there. And then I had an agent call me and say, hey, I see your show. Any way that um, I could be on your show? And I was like, uh, sure. And I was like, I don't know how to interview people. <laughs> what are we doing here? And uh, so she came on and I interviewed her and I was like, that was really fun. I think I'm going to be the next Ellen. Like, I like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it's just, it's kind of taken over and it just kind of built itself. And I've been really fortunate to have tons of amazing guests on over the years. And it started off really for the algorithm for my website. It was just, I didn't ever expect anybody to ever watch any of the videos I made. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And I saw that uh, the two intro videos on your website. And I think that's really good because you need to, sometimes just a picture isn't enough. You need to get the personality. And so that's really great that you do that. Yeah, my website's full of video now, which is funny considering how hard I push back and about getting on this side of the 
<laughs> the lens. Right. Well, you you do live in LA, so <laughs> can and, and it, right? of course that's why I had to take my video show and turn it into a podcast as well. I had to hang out with the cool kids like you. I'm like, I gotta get a podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, it seems to be the wave of the future, and that's really cool that you're getting guests reaching out to you. How wonderful. Yeah, it's been really, really cool. And I mean, I do reach out to people, but uh, tons of people reach out to me. And I've had Bill Duke. I've had uh, uh, Stephen Tobolowski's been on several times. I've just, the list goes on. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I watched you since I was a kid. I'd love to interview you. <laughs> right. How fun. Yeah. I mean, it is fun. Um, any last thoughts to our listeners? Anything you want to leave us with? Your headshot's your first impression. It is an investment, but let me tell you what an expensive headshot is. An expensive headshot is paying $100 to some Facebook ad or a friend and getting headshots that don't get you noticed and don't get you in the door and you don't get any auditions for months and months and months. And then you spend another $100 and you still don't get any audition for months and months. And now years have gone by and you think you're a bad actor because you haven't booked anything, but really you haven't even hardly had any auditions because you haven't invested in getting a first impression that's going to give them a reason to call you in and see what an amazing actor you are. That's my two cents. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Peggy. It was a delight to have you today. Thanks for asking me. It was so fun. Thank you so much for listening. I encourage you to get out there and make a film. Reach out to your local filmmakers group to get involved and connect. Please subscribe to the show if you like it. And follow me on Instagram at Tammy Maguero. Until we meet again, what's your story? <laughs>